0: Welcome back to the All Things Good podcast from Luther Memorial Church in Quincy. I'm Pastor Tony, and I'm coming to you straight from my studio sound booth, also known as my car, which, uh, you know, seems to be working out pretty good so far. We're pretty low-tech as we get this podcast off of the ground, Um, so hope you're enjoying it. Um, If you live around the Quincy area and you'd like to join us for worship, we gather every Sunday morning. At 9.30 a.m., we're at 12th and Jersey in Quincy, and you would be very much welcome. We have another sermon for you today. It's on a story from Mark chapter 5, which is totally bananas. Jesus and the Gerasene Demoniac. We hope you're enjoying these sermons, but um, we have a couple of interviews that we're going to be bringing to you over the next couple of weeks, and I'm really excited about this. It's going to be an interesting venture for me because... While a huge part of my job over the last 13 years has been listening to people's stories, I've never actually done an interview. I'm pretty sure that's an art unto itself, so I'm interested to figure out you know, how that works and hopefully improve as time goes by. The first interview is going to be a conversation with a friend of mine named Belinda. She's a mental health counselor, a therapist, and we're gonna talk about mental health. As you'll hear in the sermon today, I've had some of my own struggles in the area of mental health, and I know firsthand how important it is to seek to name those problems and, and to get the help that we need. The other conversation is with one of the most interesting and intriguing people I have ever met. His name is Sam Dancer, and he is internationally well known in the world of CrossFit. Sam and his wife, Jen, own a CrossFit gym here in town, Q-Town CrossFit. And in addition to being one of the strongest people you will ever meet, I mean, the dude deadlifts well over 600 pounds, Sam is also a really deep thinker about what it means to make the most of the life we've been given. And um, I want to talk with Sam specifically about what our bodies have to do with our spirituality. That's something that he's really thought a lot about. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. So here's the sermon for today. Again, it's on the story of the Gerasene demoniac, and you can find that story in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Um, You can take a minute and pause here and give that a read if you would like, and you're encouraged to do so, but if you can't, that's okay. Here we go. So the story about the garrison demoniac begins in Mark chapter 5, as I said, and it's really interesting to discover the story that comes just before it, at the end of chapter 4. Jesus and his disciples get into a boat and they leave a large crowd behind, and when they got out to the middle of the Sea of Galilee, they find themselves in the middle of a violent storm. This may well be a story that is familiar to you. disciples, many of them with lots of experience on the water, were filled with fear, thinking that they were going to die. Jesus, on the other hand, was asleep in the stern of the boat. And when they woke him up, he stood up and said to the wind and the waves, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. But when they got to the other side, when they landed in the land of the garrisons just as soon as Jesus steps foot out of the boat he is confronted by a violent storm of a different kind a man more like a wild beast who was living in the tombs completely out of his mind people had tried to restrain him with shackles and chains but he broke them and pulled them apart so they banished him and he lived among the tombs and spent his nights and his days howling and bruising himself with stones When Jesus stepped out of the boat, the demons within this man knew that they had met more than their match. They begged Jesus not to torment them. But Jesus said to the demons, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. The interesting thing about what happens here is that the demons don't obey Jesus immediately. And this just isn't typically what happens. I mean, when Jesus touches somebody, they're healed. Bam. When Jesus casts out demons, they go. But these don't, at least not right away. These demons, for whatever reason, need to be named. Jesus asks the man, What is your name? The demons reply, My name is Legion, for we are many. It's only then, after they are named, that they beg to be cast into that herd of 2,000 pigs over there, and Jesus allows it and the pigs run off a steep bank into the lake and drown. People heard about this, of course, and they came out to see what happened, and they found this man sitting there, the man who had been filled with a legion of demons, and they found him clothed and in his right mind, peaceful, calm. I've preached this story several times, and the significance of naming these demons has never stuck with me the way that it did this time. Sometimes, demons need to be named in order to be cast out. And it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, most of us, myself included, have had some kind of medical issue that doctors couldn't quite figure out at first. And so you have to go through a series of tests, and sometimes several different specialists, and oftentimes a great deal of pain, before you can put a name on it. You know, diagnose it. And once whatever the condition is is named, it can be treated. So I want to ask you a tough question today Can you name your demons? Can you name your struggles, perhaps your addictions? Can you name the things that bring you pain and hardship? Can you name the realities that take life away from you? We all have demons. Last week, I had the honor of welcoming a, a new group that's using our space at Lutheran Memorial. They're called Recovery Anonymous. Their, lead, their leader is an amazing person named Wayne. Wayne has a company that did work on our roof this past year at the church, and when he noticed that we had a big delivery of food to our food pantry and not quite enough help to bring it in, he stopped his work and he sent his whole crew over to help us out. Every month since then, he's been sending his crew over to help us with those deliveries. And so when Wayne's group, this Recovery Anonymous group, was looking for a place to meet, man, we were only too happy to let them use our fellowship hall downstairs a couple times a week. So I got to welcome them last week, a group of probably 30 or more people, and I told them how much respect I had for them and what they're trying to do. I said that they are doing the same work that every person needs to do, and that is naming the things that we struggle with and doing something about it, you know, trying our darndest to make a change, trying to be better human beings. It's such an honor for us to provide space for this good work that they are doing week in and week out. They're naming their demons. And again, I ask, can you name yours? I'm almost 40 now, and I've just started to name mine over the past few years. It's never too late. The demon's name for me is depression. This is probably very surprising to many of you who who know me. You'd probably say, well, Tony doesn't seem depressed. He seems like one of the happiest and most energetic people that I know, but that's kind of the nature of the beast. People who live with depression don't walk around like Eeyore all the time. In fact, we're really, really good at making everything look great. And, you know, oftentimes things are great until they're not. Depression strikes when you're not prepared for it. And uh certainly depression doesn't care what you do for a living, and we've seen in the stories of people like Robin Williams, you know, it doesn't care how much money you make or what a successful life you have. Depression just doesn't care at all. I've struggled with it most of my adult life, but it took me a long time to name it. And it wasn't, of course, until I could name it that I could seek the professional help and the healing that I needed. And I've done that, and it's helped a lot. It's still a struggle, but, but it's helped a lot. The point is that we all have demons. It might be chemical addiction, like our friends in the recovery group. It might be a mental health issue. It might be chronic anger or bitterness. It might be something that was done to us at some point in our life that left scars on our soul. That's the thing about this world. (laughs) The demons are legion. They are many. And they have to be named if they're going to be healed. And so I want to encourage you to find a way to name your demons out loud. It's the scariest thing in the world. And if someone told me two years ago that I would admit to anyone that I struggle with depression, let alone the congregation that I serve, or talk about it on a podcast for all to hear, I would have told them that they were crazy. But my goodness, there is incredible power in naming our demons out loud. So I encourage you, I urge you, find a way to name yours. Talk to somebody that you trust. Make that call that you've been meaning to make to that local therapist. It's so worth it. And there's one final thing that I want to say, something that our scripture for today says, and maybe it's the most important thing of all, and that is that the name of your demons is not your name. Jesus asks the man his name in the story, and it's the demons that reply, Legion, for we are many, but that was not the man's name. We don't learn his real name in the story. I wish we did, but, but we know that that wasn't his name. So whatever your demons are, they don't define who you are. They don't have the final claim on you. God created you, God loves you, demons and all, and God is pleased to claim you as God's own beloved child. That's who you are, now and forever. Hey, thanks for listening today. You can find our podcast now on virtually any podcast app, including Apple Podcasts. Just search All Things Good and scroll until you see our logo. We'd love it if you would subscribe and even rate it if you're willing. And share it on social media if you hear something that you want others to hear as well. All this helps spread the word. May God be with you all today. See you next week.